Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Lauren and Carl are still, I think, enjoying the effects of their last press trip. But now we're here in Miami and uh, finally with a Jaguar Land Rover. With Joe Everhart, a president and CEO of uh, Jaguar Land Rover North America, North America or the United no, States? North what America. do you cover? What's your, what's your territory? U.S. and Canada. U.S. and Canada. So we're here at uh, one of the newest facilities for the both brands, right, uh, Warren Henry? Absolutely, Jaguar Land Rover of North Dade, uh, one of the newest facilities, and actually I think it is the biggest facility in the United States, 800,000 square feet, built according to our new corporate identity and absolutely beautiful and magnificent facility. I was going to say, when you start driving up here and you see the building from outside, from the side, like when you don't see the signs of the brand, you say like, this is a luxury apartment building. <laughs> it <laughs> like, is. There's it, people living here. Right? It is absolutely wonderful. It's in a great location and uh, Warren Henry Auto Group has done a phenomenal job building us this beautiful facility for the benefit of uh, our customers. Yeah, and uh, during your presentation this morning, you were mentioning that this by volume, this is the number one yes. dealership for both brands? or No, it's the number one uh, for Land Rover. They have a very friendly competition with Newport Beach in California. Okay. They trade every month. It's either Newport Beach or um, North Date here. And then they're the number four retailer at the moment for Jaguar in the country. But I'm sure uh, Larry Zinn, um, Danny, and the team will make sure that they will become number one. <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah, I mean, we, when, when you, I guess, invest hundreds of millions of dollars in something like this, you want to you wanna get results, and that, that's part of the thing. Uh, I've been noticing here in Miami, I mean, I always notice Land Rovers everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though we don't have too much um, good roads to drive, let's say, or not much off-roading to do, uh, but people love them here. I mean, South Florida is a very important market for both brands, right? Absolutely. I think, you know, in terms of the population, um, the, the South Florida DMA is, our, is the seventh largest market in the United States. But for us, it is actually the third largest for both Land Rover and Jaguar. It's only the Tri-State New York area and, and uh, Southern California that's bigger. So I think it speaks to the, um, the importance of this market where really from a market share perspective, doing significantly better here than 
in most other markets. And I think both brands just appeal to the customer and the clientele in this in this wonderful city in this wonderful market. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit more about the cars, obviously, but uh, let me. Uh Uh, touch on uh, another dealership that is being built in uh, near uh, Coral Gables, the mm -hmm. collection. Yeah. That's an addition for Land Rover, right? And from what I'm seeing, it's still under construction. I mean, it's like very in the very first stages of the construction. But for what I see from the pictures, the renderings outside, it's going to be, I don't know if as big as this, but like similar to this. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely wonderful as well. And we're very uh, excited about the opportunity with uh, the collection. We've been a great partner on the Jaguar side and we were able to add the Land Rover side uh, to to the dealership uh, and with that we should continue you know serving our customers in the best possible way in the South Florida market overall you know we went from having separate networks for both Jaguar and Land Rover to now a fully integrated uh, network where both brands are under one roof but still very much um, uh, distinct and separated and you know Across the country, our retail partners have committed significant amounts of money. I think in the total now is $1.5 billion wow. uh, committed to new facilities that allow us to showcase our products in the best possible way and then have customers really experience from a service and sales perspective Uh, our brands the way they're meant to be yeah, so really uh, thankful to all of our retail yeah partners. absolutely and then like uh, you mentioned the experience i mean experience the car driving obviously is the main goal but like the the experience for all the luxury brands has been expanded a little by little to other things and that's one of them right uh, absolutely i mean I, you know through, throughout the pandemic i think um we were all challenged because of the obvious restrictions and as a result we have moved a lot of the sales and service process online but i still believe that a luxury car is an experienced product and you know it is uh, for many individuals the second largest expense after the home and therefore you want to make sure that you present the product in the best possible way and give customers and prospects the opportunity to touch feel interact With yeah. a product in in a in a face to face manner, and our dealers, you know, give that opportunity really in the best possible way. Right. So let's talk about the cars now. Mm -hmm. We're seeing in the F Pace uh, SBR model, yep. so like top 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 of the line, which is fantastic. So, but um, all of the new models from both brands, I mean, have been really improved. Uh, in the exterior but in particular in the interior can you talk about that yeah absolutely i mean for the jaguar brand in particular we have uh, spent um, a lot of effort and and money quite frankly uh for model year 21 with a facelift um to to upgrade the interior so in terms of both technology you see the brand new touchscreen here larger touchscreen um all new materials uh every surface actually has been completely redone and brought up to the highest luxury standard so we're very proud of what the design team and the end you know manufacturing team were able to put together to make sure that the inside of a jaguar lives up to what the outside yeah. promises so uh, xf and f pace have been fully upgraded and then last year already we did the f type and the e pace So really, you have an all-new uh, product lineup for Jaguar that I think is extremely competitive. And you mentioned it on the Land Rover side. Uh, similarly, the Discovery has been updated for this uh, model year as well, uh, following on the heels of some of the other Land Rover product updates. And then 
I don't know. Yeah, I think later on this afternoon you'll drive. Yeah, the we're gonna try, we're gonna talk about the defender for sure. Don't so, worry about know, it. A lot of good news here for for Jaguar and Land Rover. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Jaguar started like a new era, obviously with the electrification mm -hmm. plan ahead. But like today, you have consolidated your model lineup, and it you only have the XF and the F Type as regular cars. It's all SUVs now. That's correct. I mean, uh, the market has uh, evolved, as we know, to to the point where today 70 plus percent are SUVs and crossovers. So we, we had to follow that trend and um, decided to really consolidate our product portfolio. Um, as the sedans have uh, become less important, we wanted to put our best foot forward and consolidated our sedan offering into just the XF. We completely repositioned the car. We uh, took some of the um, lower-priced derivatives out of the offer, but we lowered the price I of the that. top of the line. Yeah. So it's a really, really attractive uh, offer. And we think, you know, with that, we want to continue in the car business. We believe cars are important. Not everybody wants an SUV. So we wanted to make sure that we have the best, most competitive offer in the marketplace. Similarly, the F-Type, We'll go to an all V8 uh, strategy, following again a similar approach that we want to put the best foot forward uh, with the cars we offer. Yeah, so let's uh, shift to Land Rover, which is like a fantastic brand, as you uh, mentioned. People love them here. Mm -hmm. The Defender has been like a huge success. Uh, I think I caught a number 17,000 have been sold just in the US, Correct. which is larger than the last generation sold in the US in less than a year or a little bit over a year? No, it's actually less than a year. Oh, so wow. We, we went on sale in June, uh, so we're now about, uh, yeah, about a year, and we have already retailed more than 17,000 units. The prior And that's with the with the first model, because the, the other one is coming, That's correct. Right? That's only with the Defender 110, and with a prior generation that was on sale up and until 23 years ago, in the US, over its entire life, we only sold 8,000, so we more than doubled... Wow in less than a year already what was sold um, you know depending on availability defender is now one of our top selling uh, land rover products the range rover sport is still our number one seller but then the defender is um, you know right below that um, and as you said that's without the defender 90 which we're now launching and that's on sale as well so we think defender has huge opportunity going forward Uh, that car has been extremely well received by yourselves, the media. Thank yeah. you for that, as well as well, by more our importantly, the customers. And, yeah. and more importantly, <laughs> the customers. And you know, it seems to strike the right balance between being authentic, being true to the original, but putting a modern twist on it. So it's not just a copy of the old car. It's a it's a defender for the modern ages. Yeah, uh, I have to say that. Like I, I admire how they were were able to keep the old DNA, but if we're completely honest like th to drive those cars they weren't that comfortable <laughs> they were great for some things but not for a luxury uh, yeah, a experience lot. but the new ones oh my god like they have both things and they can do amazing things and they look super cool i mean like even the little lego model that you have up there <laughs> looks super cool and it look old and new at the same time now that's that's really very kind of you to say but uh, in a way that's what we were trying to achieve is to to keep the, the heritage 
but to do it in a modern way. And originally, a lot of the you know defender enthusiasts like the diehard defender fans. Well, that's not like I know, not ruin it. And it was yes, that's on purpose because, as you said, you you drive the, the old car looked cool, yeah, but you didn't want to drive it on an everyday basis <laughs> no. for long distances, right? So this this new car is just that. It has the coolness factor. It looks great. But it is a fantastic everyday driver as well. It's an off-road machine, but you can drive it on the highway. You can drive it in a city. It's just really the perfect all-around vehicle. Yeah, and, and again, looks beautiful. Uh, both uh, the, the 110 and the 90 that we are seeing here at, at this facility. So let's talk a little bit, touch a little bit, uh, or recap, because uh, some people might have not noticed it or like heard about it, but your electrification plan for mm -hmm. both brands mm -hmm. it's coming i mean like that's that's not gonna stop right <laughs> yeah no absolutely for everybody i mean the industry is going in that way and it's not a question if but it's a question when and to what degree so we have uh, decided and made an announcement that jaguar will become an all-electric brand starting in 2025 um, the details of that are being worked out as we speak and will be announced at the appropriate time um, for land rover We will have six uh, all-battery electric vehicles, the first one being launched in 2024. So that's our um, you know, entry for this brand into the electrification um, arena. And then you know, successively over time, those vehicles will replace the uh, conventional uh, engines. We just have a hydrogen-powered uh, uh, Defender, which is a prototype that uh, is on the roads in the UK. So clearly, we are heavily investing in a emission-free future for the for both brands. I think the great thing, or like the thing that most people worry about, and like maybe misunderstand, in my opinion at least, is like yes, the, all these plans are coming and it's happening, but the old cars aren't going to disappear; they're going to still be there. So maybe I don't know what your plans are, where you're going to be, but maybe in 25 years we'll come back and talk about the new Defender. <laughs> from 2020 and said oh the, what a great car it was and said okay yes but I want my EV now <laughs> who yeah, knows I mean it's look there's 300 plus million cars on the road in the US alone and they will not just disappear yeah, exactly. over, overnight um, the average age of a car is like 11.6 years now so I fully expect those cars to be around for, for a very long time we continue to sell the traditional cars uh, certainly for Jaguar until 2025 and we put a lot of money investment exactly. into it to make them Oh, they're not going anywhere. The competitive they are, and similarly with Land Rover. So I think, you know, like everything else, new technologies will take time. There yeah. will be a shift. But, um, you know, we'll look back and say, well, remember the times when cars had V8 engines yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. With that technology, I mean, like people thought about the movies were going away when, like, uh, TV came out, and then TV was going away when computer had not everything is there like there's more options that's that's the great thing exactly so congratulations and thank you for having us here and um i mean it's great to see both brands uh being so well doing so well because i mean like there were some rough times maybe in the past but now the future looks very very good with this uh, new product and what it's coming next exactly thank you very much for having me thank really you for your time it. thank you thank you for listening For more, check us out online at totalcarscore.com.